0: I know uh, one of the guys that started this company, Tuft & Needle.
1: Oh yeah? Ooh, that is comfortable. Did you give him a BJ? Nah. It's
0: like a half BJ.
1: (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Nothing to Play podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and blumpkins. As always, I'm your host, your boy, Justin Time Carter, and we have a special guest this week for you. Uh, before we start, he's uh, legally obligated to say that he is a registered sex offender. We got Brandon Smith.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And no, that's not true. Well, I mean... <laughs> I, you want it to be true, but <laughs> sadly, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to let you down, Justin. Oh. Uh, well, have you been? i've been good i've been good i've been busy just lots of lots of life lots of working and trying to be an indie game developer in my spare time and raising teenagers and yeah just lots of lots of stuff where do you want to start
1: (laughs) well i was like first i want to start and say that we have a uh, nothing to play podcast first me and brandon are actually both in the closet together recording so this is the first episode where you know we're we're both in the closet it's cozy it's It's cozy cozy it's hot it's sweaty um i gave brandon water though so he's he's hydrated
0: for now for now when this is over we're both going to come out of the closet together yeah shirtless (laughs) it might might be if it gets much warmer
1: (laughs) so what have you been working on lately
0: uh well, um, I just started my uh, officially started my my uh, own video game company um, got my LLC approved for Renaissance games um, and uh, I actually kind of did it in sort of a, a reverse order I guess because uh, I started working on a game project um, first before I had uh, a game company name in mind <clears throat> and that's kind of where the name came from. Um, because I decided uh, a little while back that I wanted to try challenging myself um, and uh, RPGs are, are kind of what I know best. So um, I decided, you know, let me let me try making my own RPG and as sort of a test or what was supposed to be a, a test run for myself. I said, let me just try remaking one that I know really well, uh, just so, you know, I know exactly what it's supposed to be like. And I just practice trying to put all the pieces together. So uh, I took the very first Final Fantasy from the Nintendo Entertainment System and uh, decided to remake that from scratch uh, with some like added features, added to it and everything. I kind of had like a, a sort of vision in mind of, of what I wanted to to turn the game into, but I said, yeah, let me see if I can remake this game and... Four or five years later, (laughs) I'm I'm still working on it. Um, But uh, I took my my concept or, or, you know, the game that I've been working on, which I'm calling Final Fantasy Renaissance because it's the same game uh, same original base game, but then I'm adding new job classes and new abilities and features and stuff like that to the game. Fixing all the bugs that existed in the original game because it was actually riddled with bugs. Even though it was completely playable, there were a lot of like magic spells that didn't work. Literally did nothing. Um, you know your your uh, critical hit percentage on each weapon was. Uh, driven by some completely different uh, variable. So, uh, yeah, I'm fixing all those kind of bugs and adding new things to the game. And so I called it Final Fantasy Renaissance and then uh, decided I should probably, you know, put together an actual uh, legal entity to develop my games under. So uh, that's where Renaissance Games came from. So that's kind of my newest news is, is I got approved for my LLC and uh, got some, you know... Uh, social media stuff set up and everything it's pretty cool it's pretty fun
1: i was like that was pretty quick that was only like what a couple weeks because it was like a couple weeks
0: ago that you submitted yeah. for it <laughs> i actually got it approved the next day i just didn't notice until like two days ago <laughs> 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 because i thought they were going to send me an email and i didn't get it. I, I, I didn't see one i don't know if it went to some other inbox or something but uh yeah i was like waiting for this email and i'm like man when are they going to approve this and I just logged back into the uh, Arizona Corporation Commission website like two nights ago, and uh, I looked under like my, my documents and everything, and I had this, uh, it was like an approval document on there for, for the LLC, and I went and checked it out. I was like, oh, holy shit, yeah, it's done. You're like, <laughs> was I'm like, legit. It was like the it was date stamped for the next day after I submitted it. I was like, well, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for nothing.
1: That's awesome. Did you uh, have you done like the tax ID or anything yet? I
0: have not yet, and that's primarily because I have no money flowing in or out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I don't like anticipate uh, that being a thing anytime soon. Um, and that kind of goes into like sort of longer story, but like the, the whole uh, uh, idea of the game that I'm working on being based on an obviously copywritten uh, game, uh, copywritten material, um, you know, and, and Final Fantasy, um, uh, you know, I, I don't want to like run the risk of like, someone coming after me about like making a copy of this game. So I'm like, I'm not going to be selling this. Like I decided at the very beginning, I am not going to be taking any money for this game. I don't want to like get into any sort of like legal yes. issues. So, um, yeah, so I don't have any, like, income for this company right now. Maybe on, like, the next game project or something I will. So I'm not planning to, like, write off any <laughs> any taxes.
1: I was like, that's true, though. If you did get a taxpayer ID when mm-hmm. you do your tax, you can, like, for, like, your business cards for indicating and stuff, right. company
0: write off. You need I a new computer, company write off. Plane tickets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like,
1: Square Enix can't come after you for fucking... Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm still, I'm still thinking about it, but yeah, I just want to, I want to dance that fine line where I don't, (laughs) I I don't make it appear as though I'm, you know, earning money from this particular game project.
1: Well, dude, that's like, um, what was it? There was the one YouTuber dude who, uh, was like doing leaks for Borderlands 3 and stuff. And I guess like 2K or whatever sent, like, he said they sent like suits to his house or whatever to like make him cease and desist and stuff. And since then he's like pulled his like YouTube down and like everything because he wasn't stopping.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of, obviously, cease and desist is like the first thing uh, that, that would usually happen with something like that. But I know there's other, there's other indie devs that are like working on Super Mario themed games, you know, that are very much like taking all the assets of, of the old Mario games and building a new game out of it. Um, there's some guys right now that are working on um, a VR version of World of Warcraft. I saw a little while ago. That's cool. And I'd sent them an email, actually, when I saw that uh, project. <clears throat> I'd looked them up online, and I was like, hey, guys, I was like, i are, are just curious. Are you guys worried at all about, you know, Blizzard, Blizzard coming after you or anything? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. It, it would suck if that happened, but uh, I figure worst, worst case scenario, they send a cease and desist, and then, oh, well, you know, at least we had some fun for a while. So, <laughs> yeah, just see where it goes.
1: That's cool. I was like, that's like, um, I remember years ago there was like the metroid 2 like because nintendo remade metroid 2 or whatever return of samus for the 3ds and stuff but before that it was like a fan project mm-hmm. called like another metroid 2 remake and stuff that the dude was like working on it the dude was working on it originally when i was at collins and that was like 2009 mm-hmm. and it took it finally came out in like 2014 or something like that 2015 but, like, and I know as soon as he, like, released it, Nintendo hit him with, like, a cease and desist yeah. and stuff. But it,
0: like, lived on forever on, like, the Pirate Bay. and Well, stuff and like that. yeah, so that's the thing, you know. Like, obviously, once you make something and put it out there, it's out there. Um, and they can tell you, hey, stop working on this. But, you know, what, you're, what you've already done is already out there. And I know Nintendo is notoriously, like, strict about stuff like that. Um, Square is, is notoriously strict about <laughs> stuff like that. The game I'm working on is kind of, like... I don't know if uh, Nintendo has any claim on it, but obviously it was originally out on the Nintendo and then Square developed it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to piss somebody off. But, you know, again, we'll see. We'll we'll cross that bridge if we come to it. Um, But then, like you brought up, you know, people remaking like Metroid or like the guy that did, um, uh, what was the Sonic game? Uh, sonic mania mm, mm-hmm. that yeah. dude that dude developed the game and then basically got hired to make sonic games after that right yeah so i mean there's there's that whole possibility as well and not like you know knock on wood i'm i'm not expecting that like i'm gonna put final fantasy renaissance out there and nintendo and square are gonna be like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> like here's some money come work for us but you know i mean that would be freaking amazing um You know, so there's there's always that kind of like dream in the back of my head. It's like, hey, you know, if I like show that I can make this thing and it impresses somebody in the industry, even if it's not Nintendo or Square or whatever, you know, I can be like, hey, I make classic RPGs and I can, you know, make them cooler than what the source material was, hopefully. You know, yeah. yeah, So maybe someone will be like, hey, this is pretty freaking sweet. We want to work with you. I
1: mean it was just cool cuz I played a little bit at the demo and stuff but it was just cool even just seeing everything like running in 60 frames per second like mm-hmm. everything looked really smooth and then even in like renaissance mode it was kind of cool starting out with like a blue mage and mm-hmm. like a lancer and like all these different classes but it's like if that's almost like a new game plus and it's like if you just yeah. want that original experience you still offer that where it's like you don't necessarily have to enjoy all the new stuff you can just reminisce through the yeah. nostalgia of the old one just in a more you know modern sort of format
0: yeah so a couple of interesting things actually um you brought up like what you know seeing the graphics looking really nice and and slick and smooth and everything funny thing is I'm I'm I've pulled all of the graphics off the internet like all of the original art assets from the game you can find in various places on the internet and I've got a, a handful of like bookmarked Sites that I don't remember exactly off the top of my head right now, but where I download like the actual sprite sheets and, you know, background sprite images for like the dungeons and, and, you know, everything. Um, So I've got all the same art assets that the original game used. It just looks much crisper on like modern display screens, on modern computer monitors and stuff because, uh, playing it on the NES, you were playing it on an old tube TV back then when it came out. Yeah, and so there's all those like tracking lines and whatever across the screen. Um, so it's it's kind of neat just to see that when you take the same old art assets uh, from the original and just put them on a, a different platform um, or, or run it through different hardware, uh, modern hardware, it, it makes a very noticeable difference. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, also you mentioned like in Final Fantasy Renaissance. There's Renaissance Mode, where you have the new job classes, like you mentioned, a couple of them. There's six new job classes I added so far to complement the six original job classes. Um, And I have uh, a lot of them planned, actually. I've got a total of 24 on my list of new job classes I want to add. And these are all job classes that existed in one of the final fantasy games in the series at least like they they came from somewhere i i haven't made up any any brand new ones necessarily there's there's one that's kind of like a a little bit of a stretch but um but i've pulled like all these job classes from the later games in the series so there's like corsair and puppet master and um you know dancer and bard and um Viking, you know, like, like and, and he was only in like one of the games or something. So <laughs> like, there's all these crazy job classes I'm, I'd like to put in eventually. But so for right now, there's just the six uh, uh, extra ones, uh, but that's in Renaissance mode. And then like you probably saw on the title screen, there's classic mode as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically developing two simultaneous versions <laughs> of the game right now, which is extra. G. Yeah, which is like an extra challenge. Um, uh, so classic mode is um, the original game. With all the bugs fixed that that I can identify, so like all the bugs that people have have found over are the years known. that are like yeah, that are known bugs that you can find on the internet, or just little little tiny things that I find like oh this this little graphic right here looks kind of weird. It looks like they m- missed a couple pixels or something. I'll fill them in. Um, so it's the original game with the bugs fixed is classic mode, um, and then there's Renaissance mode that has the extra features. So um developing both simultaneously is interesting. Like I I mostly started by just getting the the classic mode version working um and you know getting all the mechanics in there and kind of building out the first what I would call the first act of the game, which is if you're familiar with Final Fantasy 1, you know, you start off, you defeat the first boss, you defeat Garland and you move on to another town, you get a ship, you sail across the ocean, you uh you know go to the elf town um you go through a couple dungeons and you collect key items along the way. Oops, I'm banging on walls. Sorry, that's that's You're great. You're too for excited. Radio. Yeah, I'm super. Oh, I'm pumped. Well, it's, it doesn't help you put me in a cage. We're like trapped in this tiny little space. Um. So uh. So yeah. In 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 Final Fantasy, you collect all these key items. You know, sort of like a chain of key items. Uh. And you you fulfill this little kind of like series of quests. And then eventually you have the ability to blow open this canal that opens up the little uh, central ocean that you've been sort of like circling around and lets you go out into the rest of the world. And it's a much bigger world. Um, so that first act of the game is what I would consider that opening section until you blow the canal. So that's where my demo right now stops. So I got that whole section of the game working in classic mode version without any of the new job classes or anything, just got everything working and, um, started adding from there. So that was all I had at that point was classic mode, basically. And so then when I said, well, I'm going to add new features, I'm like, why don't I make a separate game mode for this? So then you have the choice, because I was talking to another guy. Um, there's, there's actually, <laughs> this is interesting. Um, in the process of looking up assets for this game, I stumbled upon another guy who's, who was doing the exact same, almost the exact same thing, remaking Final Fantasy One, but he was doing it in Game Maker. So his is a little bit different, and he's doing it a different way in order to achieve the same thing. But it was really fascinating. I was like, oh my god, this this guy's like trying to do the same thing as me at the same time. It was like like active. Like I found a few other things where like people had tried to remake the game. And then
1: it's like and abandoned, abandoned gave up. years ago. It got like... abandoned.
0: There was like there was one thing. Someone tried to make like an MMO version of it called Final Fantasy Online or something. And it, it looked like it got shut down because like their website was like F-F-O. dead. I was like, oh no, like, yeah. So so someone someone was trying to do that, and maybe they maybe they pissed somebody off. So. Um, Uh, yeah, so I found this guy that was, that was doing, uh, his remake through Game Maker. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is active. I should reach out to him. And, you know, like, maybe he'll be like, ah, piss off, whatever, but, uh, but maybe he'll, he'll be like, oh, this is, this is cool. And we can like, actually like kind of exchange ideas and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it went that way, which is great. So I, I like sent him a message or something through the forums and, uh, and I was like, hey, um, you know, I don't know if you'd be at all interested, but I'm actually doing the same thing right now, but in Unity. And you know, your project looks really awesome. I think it. I think it's great. I want to give you props for that. Um, I'm like, hey, if uh, if you ever want to chat about like some of the the challenges that you're running into, um, you know, or just kind of like bounce ideas off each other, hit me up. And he was like super cool and responded to me right away. And we've been chatting ever since. He's on my Discord server for Final Fantasy Renaissance, and he's pretty active on there. And uh, it's been great because he'd run into a couple challenges with his project and i'm like oh this is how i how i solved that part. he's like oh okay that's a cool way to do it and so and so he'd like implement that and i was like hey i can't find this sound file to do this one sound effect what the fuck like i've got everything else but this one he's like oh yeah i got this one because some dude had ripped it off of the nes cart and i got it directly from him i was like oh shit that's awesome <laughs> and so he gave that to me and like the logo i'm using that says final fantasy in all red he designed that and i was like hey is it cool if i use this he's like yeah man that's fine just give me credit i was like sure <laughs> so like, sign me up. It's really awesome, but um, but he was the one that kind of told me, like, hey, um, you know, you're doing a really good job of, of like, recreating the game in its original form, because, like, his version, he was changing a lot of things. He was, like, letting you change color palettes on characters and do all kinds of weird stuff. He was changing the way that the battle screen looked, and I was like, no, I want to go with the original game because I want it to feel the way the original did, but just, like if if it were made today with all these other like features what would that be like that was my goal so um so he's like well that's cool that you're doing that he's like you know there might be like a market for for people that really want to have that original experience of the original game but they can't get it now because all the remakes for the most part like they're remade in like 32-bit graphics like the playstation remakes and stuff uh, don't look exactly like the original game. And they they all change little things. So he's like, yeah, it might be cool if if someone was was actually like trying to just sort of like um sort of like keep the original game alive, almost like archiving it, so like new new players could like experience it now on their computer instead of having to like dig up a, an old NES and plug it into a tube TV. <laughs> I was like, even then, I was
1: like, the last time like I know. For Game Boy Advance, they had the where it was the Final Fantasy. I forget what it was called. Something Souls. Where yeah, it was Dawn 1 of and, Souls. Yeah, one and two, mm-hmm.
0: and it's like even then, like that shit came out in like two thousand, like three. <laughs> yeah, and it was updated graphics. It was it was totally different, and I think in that version. Um, you had the magic points like mp system instead of having a fixed number of spell castings per level like dungeons and dragon style where it's like i want to cast a level one spell but i can only cast four level one spells until i level up you know that's the way the original was and then in like every version since then they've added mp like the later final fantasies did but I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to change that for my version. I want it to feel like the original. I want you to go into a dungeon, use a spell four times, and be like, motherfucker, I can't do anything else because like, that's what the game was like. Completely faithful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to go for completely faithful recreation, and then the other mode just adds stuff on there. So that's kind of my goal.
1: So percentage wise, how much of it would you say is done to like what the full game is?
0: so since i've only got the first act of the game uh completed so far like totally playable like everything in the first act is complete um and that's a pretty sizable chunk of the game but the second act is really like almost the rest of the game like i would say the third act is pretty much just going into the final dungeon <laughs> which is like kind of long but um but yeah the next act of the game like is hard to quantify because like you can do things out of order, like um, kind of do different dungeons in in whatever order you want. Um, And and so I have to kind of like to make the next part of the game, I pretty much have to create all of the rest of the dungeons because a player might choose to go to the earth dungeon. Well, you have to go to the earth dungeon, but after that, they could go to the volcano, they could go to the ice cave, they could try to go to the sky temple, they could go to the waterfall, they can go to like all these different places um in whatever order they want so like if i just say oh the next section of the game i'm going to make takes you through the ice cave and the volcano like well but then i'm blocking off like all this other content that the original game had available to you at that point so um so i really got to kind of do it all at once i think um we'll we'll see how that goes i'm not i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a lot to be able to just like
1: this is the only path you can play now, and then right, like, this is coming soon. You can replay right.
0: whatever from there if you want. I mean, I think but, I might have to, but we'll, we'll see. But, but as far as like percentage wise, like this part of the game, even though I say it's the first act of like three, I don't know if it's even really 30%. Um, it would probably be more like, like 20, 25. I want to say 25 because, well, here's the good thing. Um, I said I started on this project like five years ago. Um, I started on it like five years ago, because if I look at my stamp actually, I think it was four, because if I look at my timestamps for like my first, like my earliest code commits, because um, I'm, I'm tracking everything in, in Bitbucket. And if, if I look at my timestamps, um, like 2015, sometime in 2015, like May or something, was the first time I, I committed anything for this game but I've just like dabbled around with it a little bit. I got like my character to be able to move up, down, left, right on the world map. And that was about it. And then I didn't touch it for like almost a year. I just kind of like got busy with work and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'll get back to that. And then I got like super inspired by something. I was like some game I played or something that made me really want to work on it again. So like a year later, I picked it back up. And I've been like pretty solidly working on it in my spare time ever since then. Um, so for like a few years, uh, All of that progress has gotten me to where I am now, but the good thing is, it's not gonna take me three years to make the next act, or three years to make the final act, or I don't think it's even gonna take me like, I I hope it's not gonna take me more than a year to make the rest of it. (laughs) Exactly, knock on on particle board. Um, Because that's the great thing about making an RPG, once you've got all the mechanics, It's like Like, most of the work. That's most of the work. So like the rest is just plugging in dungeons and like job classes and stats and stuff like like creating monsters. But like all the monster template stuff is done. I just have to say, oh, this monster uses this sprite and these are its stats done, you know, and the battle system is done. Like so aside from adding the new features, like new job classes, like more new job classes, um, everything else is is like basically a template that I just plug information into. So when I go to add new new job classes, like, more of them, um, that's going to be time-consuming. But what I want to do is get the whole rest of the game finished with just these six additional job classes first so I can get it in people's hands and get people playing it and get feedback and stuff and then, like, slowly start releasing, like, expansions where it's like, here's two more job classes, you know, and yeah. just do it like that.
1: That's cool. I was like, I, I don't remember if it was PJ or if it was you that showed me it, but it was... Uh... I know PJ was talking about it, and he was saying about how for, like, when you level up, because it's kind of like Fire Emblem does it too, where it's like when you level up, then, like, you get, like, a random, like, bonus or whatever to a certain stat thing, whatever, and he showed me, like, the you're programming, like, this tree, like, for (laughs) it, and it was, like, massive of, like, all the, like, possibilities of, like... Stat bonuses a shit, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! Well, like, because it's a that's table, like a lot. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> a, it's basically a table for each character because every job class has very specific set levels that they get a guaranteed, uh, like one point bonus or five point bonus to a specific uh, stat. So, like the warrior gets a guaranteed strength bonus, like every level but of like 50 levels, but then like your fighter might get like half that. So like about 50% of his levels, he gets a guaranteed strength bonus. And then all the other levels, it's like a 25% chance or something like that off the top of my head. Um, and so, uh, yeah, to, to do that, like what I wanted to do when I, I found out the way that it worked, because like doing research online, like there's people that have figured out the mechanics behind this game. This is another thing that makes it so great to remake this particular game because it's been around for so long. It came out in 1987 in Japan. And even though that I technically I'm remaking the U.S. version because I'm, I'm like not going with like some of the Japanese names and stuff like that. You uh, know, like this is what I grew up with. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. That's yeah. And I, I said that in like my readme file. I'm like, this is based on the the original Final Fantasy on the NES 1990 U.S. version to be specific because that's the one I'm, I'm focusing on. Um But yeah, there's people that over the years have, like, dissected this game and, like, ripped apart, like, ROM hacks and stuff and figured out how all the battle calculations work and, like, these spells that never did anything before. Oh, well, this is what it looks like it was supposed to do based on the code and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So I'm taking all that information and basically just trying to, like, recreate it um, from that. So all the code is mine. Like, I've written it all from scratch, but um, like the, the formulas and logic and stuff behind like how things work in the battle system. Um, you know, I'm basically just just recreating what, what was documented online. Um, so yeah, uh, the way that, that stats work in that game is, is they just literally have very fixed levels for each job class. Um, and I was like, oh, well, it'd be so much easier if I just said, well, the thief gets a strength bonus uh, on 50% of the levels, right? So how about I just have a 50% random roll that happens every time he levels up and maybe he gets strength and maybe he doesn't. So I I tried that first. And then when I started playtesting the game, I was like, in the, like the early levels, sometimes my thief would be just total garbage for like the first five or 10 levels because he was getting unlucky and not getting strength rolls. And then sometimes he was just like way too strong or like same thing with like HP. Some of my characters, like I would level like, I'd take the same job class and create a party of, like, four of the same job class mm-hmm. and watch as they leveled up. And one of them's got, like, 200 HP by level 10, and one of them's, like, 80. And I'm like, what? That's, like, <laughs> completely unacceptable. It's way too, way too different. And so I was like, well, I, I have to do it the way that they did it then. I have to, like, level them up at these specific levels. And there's a reason they did that, because they wanted to make sure that you were around a certain strength level. At a certain point of the game, I was like, motherfucker, these guys were smart. That's Let's cool. It it's out. like you think you, like, cracked it. You're like, right. these
1: guys should have done it this way. And then you yeah. put it to the test, and you're like, oh. <laughs> That's why <laughs> they did it. <laughs> There's a problem here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Now, the real question is, is Final Fantasy 1 your favorite Final Fantasy?
0: No, I wouldn't call it my favorite. Um, I. What's interesting is... Um, <laughs> Th- th- I you I fucking would think, hate this game. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I I I do love it and I appreciate it. I would say I appreciate it now more than all of the others because of the time I've I've invested in it and how much I've seen under the curtains now on on how they built it, how these formulas work and how difficult it is to do some of the things that they did because um, there's like there's some stuff in that game that I would be stuck on for literally like a month or more, just trying to figure out how to do one thing. Um, so like, yeah, it's it's crazy. But um, but yeah, I, I have a huge appreciation for that game. I still love that game very much. If I didn't, I don't think I could be working on it for years on end. Yeah. Um, it it kind of makes me worried about whatever project I try to pick up after this because I'm like, uh, I know now that it's going to be something I'm going to be dedicating my life to for years. I better really, really... Like, love this game. Um, But uh, no, I think Final Fantasy VII has always been my favorite. And I know I just sound like a fanboy if I say that. Um, It's also extra bad that Final Fantasy VII was the first one I played. But in my defense, uh, after that game came out and I played it and I loved it so much, and that game got me into RPGs, period. I didn't play RPGs before Final Fantasy VII. I thought they looked stupid. <laughs> I literally thought they looked stupid. I was like, "What? You just your character just like takes a step forward and swings their arm, and suddenly like there's damage across the screen and the enemy dies." I'm like, "That's dumb." But uh, I had someone got it for me as a gift, uh, like after it came out, and, and I played it, and I just fell in love with that game, and I loved it so much that uh, and PJ and I were already like like super close friends at the time, and he's like. And he's like always been into RPGs and always been into Final Fantasy. He's like, oh, if you like that one, you got to play the older ones. And so I went straight from seven to one, (laughs) and I love that. It's a huge jump, and especially for someone that never played old school RPGs. Oh yeah. I just like I don't know something clicked in my brain when I played FF seven, and I was like, I have to play the other ones, and I have to see like what this is all about. And I just got like obsessed with like stats and leveling and and job classes and stuff. Um, So. Yeah, I, I still love FF7, it's it's still probably my favorite, but there's a number of standouts in the series. Like I told PJ the other day, we were talking about FF4, and I said, you know, to be honest with you, FF4 is like my secret favorite, <laughs> because Seven is the one that I think I love the most, but, and, and, and enjoy playing the most, but Four is one that, when I played it the first time, it clicked with me really well. And like, I didn't know anyone else that was really into that one at the time. Um, and I really liked, I really liked the story a lot. I really liked the characters, um, and so it's, it's that one that whenever I go back and play it, like in the back of my mind, there's like this little voice that's like, you know, this one's your favorite, right? And I'm <laughs> like, ah, I don't know. I'm like, there's, I see all these faults with it, and it's, it doesn't have the depth that some of the other ones do, but it's like. It's the one that I always like hold like a, d- a really dear place in my heart for.
1: So. Strikes that chord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I
0: love like I don't know I love I love just about all of them like you. It's it's hard to it's hard to um, to put a Final Fantasy in front of me and say this one sucks, doesn't it? I'm gonna be like, no, that, that game is awesome. But like I understand some of the complaints. Uh, there's only one that I will never play again. It's not one of the main ones. It's one of the Game Boy ones. Final Fantasy Legend Two on the Game Boy.
1: Oh, that the pissed me like off. the original Game Boy on the original Game <laughs> Boy, they
0: had a series called Final Fantasy Legend. There were three of them, um, and uh, and Legend Two just pissed me off so much. It was one of those ones where all of your weapons have a durability, not a durability. They have uh, uh, like you stack weapons, so you collect like ninety nine glass swords, right? Mm-hmm. And you use a one glass sword in battle, and it breaks, like guaranteed. You know, like, and I, I don't remember if all the weapons broke, like, guaranteed each time. But they, they were basically consumable. You had consumable yeah. weapons. We can <laughs> run, out. run out. You run out of them. And, like, all the best weapons in the game, you have very, very few uses so of you them. you get, like, <laughs> two swings and it's gone. Exactly. And, like, in the last dungeon, the only things that could kill those, like, enemies, like, even the random enemies were, like, the best weapons in the game. And I'm like, I'm not going to use this because then I'm not going to have it on the last boss. (laughs) That's stupid. So the last dungeon in that game, I literally spent, like this is literally how I played the final dungeon, no joke. I would take one step, I would save my game. I would take one step, I would save my game. I would take one step, I'd get in a battle, I'd (laughs) restart. That's, I just keep doing because I didn't want to use awful. any of my stuff. So that exactly it is awful, and that's like a failure in game design, and that's why I will never play that game again. So it's it's out there. It's uh, you've heard it here. You heard it here. It's it's out in the interwebs now. I hate Final Fantasy Legend 2, but all the others love them.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I didn't really have like. Kind of like how you said like you didn't play like you thought they were stupid like turn taking mm-hmm. RPG games like I was the same way when I was younger like I mean I played Final Fantasy 1 and like I played I didn't beat it but I played 3 and like those were really which the, 3 um, the Super Nintendo okay Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Six, but it three, I know. I know. know. US three elitist <laughs> fuck. Like.
0: Well, I I hate I. Here's the thing though. I hate that they did that. I hate that they released them under the wrong numbers because now forever there's confusion about which one's which when people start talking about. Oh yeah, I love FF three. Well, which one are you talking about? Yeah. I hate that. Well, that's like um
1: kind of like here too with like the Fire Emblem series and stuff. Like the first the first Fire Emblem that was here came out on Game Boy Advance, but mm. that's really like the like or something like that like Jeez. and all the other ones were like on like NES and shit it's just they never came like over here Yeah. so it's like one of those where it's like oh the first Fire Emblem but like nobody like bring. it's not like Final Fantasy there's not a fan base right. big enough around that where there's like a bunch of leaders be like oh that is technically not the first right. one so it's just
0: uh, how about how about Super Mario Brothers 2 which was based on a completely different game that you can never play now because they basically just like yeah, <laughs> erased just it from history
1: r- ripped off that other game and <laughs> They and were working on Mario. another
0: game and then said, oh, fuck this other game. Let's just turn it into Mario and this other, like, whatever this game was going to be is going in the trash. Like, this <laughs> sucks.
1: <laughs> but, like, you belong to Nintendo now. Yeah. But, But yeah, I never played because then I was trying to even remember what, because, like, I remember playing, like, Advanced Wars and stuff was one of the first, like, well, Pokemon was technically one of the first turn-based things. That I was like, I don't mm. hate this. Yeah. Like, but then there was, like, others where I was like, I can't even remember like I'd play like turn based stuff and then just get my ass killed. This is not fair Oh, like I couldn't even defend myself. <laughs> and then like when like Mario and Luigi and stuff came out and they had where you could like someone would attack and you could like hit a button at the right time and help like deflect damage or take no damage and I was like, Alright, I can get behind this. Like that that's fair to me, that I have a chance to defend myself mm-hmm. and then I kinda like started to enjoy turn taking games more from there. But I was like, so, have you seen
0: any good movies or anything lately? Um, so we go to movies... Fairly regularly, but I'm trying to remember what the last one was that I saw. What are some new ones that came out? I
1: there's know you some... wanted to see scary movies <laughs> to tell in the dark. Did you ever I see did. it? I did.
0: I did see that. <gasps> that was good. Yeah, that was I liked I it. it. Well, so here's my thing, though, with that. I love the books. I, I read all the books growing up. There were three of them, right? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. only three? Yeah, there's only three. Like, I got into those when I was in, like, middle school, barely last, like, fourth or fifth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was checking them out from the school library. And I was obsessed with those then, like, and, and I'm not, like, especially even now, like, more so now as an adult, I'm not into scary movie stuff. I, I tend to just stay away from it. I'm like, I don't I don't like that feeling. I don't want to feel scared. I'm not going to do that. But when I was a kid, I don't know, it was more fascinating and stuff. And, like, I would just, like, had this fascination with, like, the macabre and everything. And uh, those books, like... They're legitimately scary as fuck. They really are. They're and the art and stuff really as is just creepy. The art is the scariest shit I've ever seen. I I don't remember the name of that guy, the artist that did that, but dude, oh, I feel like there's something there's something wrong with his brain that makes him draw lines the way he does because, like, the stringy. Yeah, just, it's just all like, withered and creepy oh, looking. Oh God! Like i I like I have like. Some of those images from those books burned in my brain like permanently. I can see them right now, and like they still like creep me out just thinking about them. But um, but yeah, those books were, were super scary. But at the same time, I liked that those books weren't always scary. Like not every story was scary. <clears throat> yeah. Like some of them were were just like kind of eerie and weird. Like weird. Yeah. And, and some of them were just like there were like a couple. Like, do you remember the Viper? Do you remember I don't that remember short... that. It one. was a short story because they had short stories that were usually at the back of the book. Mm-hmm. And there's one where like this guy. Keeps calling this phone. I think it's like an old woman or something that's at home and the phone rings and she answers the phone. This guy with like a thick accent is like, this is the Viper. I'm going to be there at 3.30. And she's like, oh my God, what's the Viper? What is this? And she gets all freaked out and she's like home alone. And then the guy keeps calling as it gets closer to 3.30 or whatever. And he's like, this is the Viper. I'm on my way and like keeps going and then at the very end she gets a knock on the door and she like jumps, you know, and she's like terrified and she goes to the door and she opens it and this guy is standing there with like a trench coat and he's like, I'm the Viper. I come to Vipe the windows and he's holding like a squeegee. <laughs> and that was in one of those books and I was like, it, so it's like it's, it, you think it's like spooky at first? Yeah. You're like, what's the Viper? Oh my God and then at the end it's like oh it's just a joke okay and, and there's a few like her. that <laughs> no nothing like that happened it's just like that's the end of the story And so there were little things like that 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 I always I always liked about the books that they like it was like a grab bag you didn't know what you were going to get but uh but the here's my problem with the movie the movie just didn't feel like that um <clears throat> the movie for what it was was fine um I thought it was a it was a decent movie it was a fairly solid movie um but they went a very different direction than what I was expecting and hoping for, where they just created their own story and, and invented their own characters that and they tried to they basically made this one cohesive story around these characters yeah. and then tried to pull some of the stories from the book into it and like make them sort of a backdrop. Um, and they only were able to do a few stories that way because they had to make it fit with this narrative that they were telling with these characters. And I'm like, OK, well, that's fine. It worked. But I really would have much rather seen like an anthology thing where it's like, here's this story done. Here's this story done. Here's this story. And just like bang, 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 get through a bunch of like these scary stories. Because um, I, I think that that's the best way to, to present that. Then you re- you don't have to be f- like forced into making these like three or four teenage kids work in all these stories.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, if it was on like Amazon Prime or Netflix or something, a we could easily do like yeah. like even just like 12 minute episodes or Absolutely. something of yeah. do like two or yeah two 12 minute like stories per episode or something yeah, and they do like a long. season.
0: Mm-hmm. I but, think my son was telling me that they were they were supposedly working on a mini series or something first and then that didn't happen and they just decided to make a movie, but I would have much rather seen a mini series.
1: Yeah, it might have been like more money. And so then I'm sure, like right. especially if you're trying to get Guillermo del Toro on the project. I'm sure he's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, all right, we got him. We can do like a almost two hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> call it good. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, for being PG thirteen though, there were some parts in there that like made me
0: jump. I was like, oh mm. shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and that's a good thing, too, like even like the books, like obviously the books are not like rated R kind of material because yeah. like kids could kids check them out. Yeah, and they're and they're obviously written more for kids in in the sense that like the reading level is not like anything complex. Not like Stephen King or anything. Yeah, like- exactly. Um, and, and that's why they were so like easy to just pick up as a kid. And, and so I have no problem with the movie being geared toward kids. That's that's perfect. That's the perfect audience for it. Um, but uh but yeah, it's it's still like they did some things like visually that could really like just get under your skin or make you jump. Yeah. So it was it was good. It was good.
1: I was like, I just went and saw Ready or Not.
0: I don't know that I keep seeing people talk about it and I haven't been. uh, It's
1: like this chick and she marries into this wealthy family but before she can technically be like a part of the family, like it's tradition that she has to play a game and it's Mm. like random and then the game she ends up pulling is hide and seek. So she has to hide in this house until oh, this giant old mansion, whatever, until dawn. Oh, and then the God. family, like, is hunting her down. be like, like,
0: no thanks, I'm out. Yeah, but she doesn't <laughs> know. I don't think I need to marry this person.
1: <laughs> she didn't know anything about it. Like, they were all in on it, but it's like, oh, she didn't God. know. And then, like, it's like, since it's tradition, they, like, use, like, these, like, old-timey weapons and stuff, like muskets and, like, a fucking, like, <laughs> night axe and stuff to try and, like, hunt her down, but... It was, it was one of those where it's like, like kind can I, I wouldn't even say serious in the beginning, but it's like, it's funny. Like, it's like the ending's like very funny. Like, it's like one of those where it's like, you're supposed to kind of like laugh at it in certain parts okay. and stuff,
0: but I'm trying to quietly <laughs> move your coat hangers. Well,
1: you can move the
0: hangers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I keep bumping into them and I'm like, I know that's coming out in the mic. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. Yeah, it's cozy in here. Did we mention that?
1: <laughs> I think I mentioned it at the beginning. Are you doing okay? Are I'm good. Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: um i was trying to think. I've had worse. I used to I used to have a job where I had to crawl around in attics. Oh, that sounds awful. In the summer too. Like there was no there was no like, oh, this time of year we're not going to do that job. No, that we still had to do it. <laughs> I was doing um, audio video installs for like like high-end homes and everything. And so I'd have to run like cables through the attic and down the walls and oh man, that was rough. The last day I worked that job actually uh, was uh, the day that I had the job, I got the job offer from the place that I'm currently working, which I've been for like five years. Um, and where I do, I do software development, so I get to sit at a computer <laughs> all day, which is great um, compared to that at least. But uh, yeah, the last day that I worked there, or no, not the last day that I worked there, Never. Uh, I, I take that back. But the, uh, the day that I got my job offer, was one of the, I think, it I think it was the last day that I was in an attic though. <laughs> and so I was out in this job site by myself and I was like up in the attic doing all this stuff. I'm like sweating my ass off. And then I come back down and, uh, and it was like super hot. It was like probably this time of year, summer. And, uh, I, uh, like I was like down from the attic and I got a phone call and I was like, Oh my God, it's, it's the place. Like you know, I had, I recognized the number on my phone. And I was like, oh, I'm going to find out if I got this job or not because I'd already interviewed. So I ran out to my car and I like sit in the car and turn on the air conditioning and I like take the phone call and they made the job offer and I was like, yeah, I'll accept. And I was like super excited and I sat out there for a little bit and I was like, I got to go back inside and go up in this fucking attic and I should not have to do this anymore. I was like, I was like a little salty about it, but. I did it. I went back up in the attic and, like, finished my job. But, like, while I was up there, like, the whole time it was so fucking hot. I could just, like, feel my heart just, like, thumping in my chest from, like, the heat and everything. And I could, like, barely breathe. I had this mask on. And I was like, dude, if I get a fucking heart attack and die in this attic (laughs) right now, like, that would be the worst possible fucking story. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Uh, It's, like, in the movies and stuff, you always see, like, anytime they go into the attic, it's one of those where there's, like, the little fucking ladder that comes out. It's, like, this attic's like fucking twelve feet tall. I'm like, dude, boy, yeah, every no. attic I've fucking been in is like four feet tall and maybe you're like back crawling. east. Yeah, yeah uh, no, the
0: attics I was going in are it's like they get narrower and narrower as they get further to the edge, and I had to go all the way to the edge to get to where like the top of the wall was so I could drill a hole in the crown and like shove a cable down there. So I'm I'm in like inches of like space and like and it's filled by uh by freaking uh insulation (laughs) no but it's like filled by insulation so i'm like swimming in insulation Uh and having to like balance my knees on the on the freaking like struts or whatever the 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 beams so i don't fall through these people's like drywall ceiling (laughs) like it's not it's not like the movies
1: dude have you ever had like insulation like rub against your bare
0: skin yeah yeah it it's sucks. terrible <laughs> it's well and what's even worse is what what people don't tell you is when insulation rubs on your skin and it's made of fiberglass it's yeah. like fiberglass particles so it all gets like lodged in your skin and like you're itchy but you're like ah it's not that bad whatever it's just itchy i'll go home i'll take a shower and it'll come off you go home and take a shower and most people take like a warm or hot shower because like cold showers suck yeah But warm showers open your pores and then the fiberglass goes deeper in and it doesn't stop itching for days. So, like, you have to take a fucking cold shower uh, like immediately before you like because if you're sweating and stuff it's the same effect like yeah, so if you're out there in the heat pores are opening it's up, just and... like digging deeper into your skin it's terrible so like i would like wear a suit and everything after that but yeah which makes it even hotter <laughs> which makes it hotter makes you sweat like crazy but at least you don't like come home and have like fiberglass like parties in the shower <laughs> yeah.
1: oh man i was like what was one of the other mo- like I know next week I'm gonna go see it's the uh, I know it's airing like oh. this week and stuff, but the Matrix oh. uh, twenty year anniversary. Oh, are they doing
0: like a marathon?
1: Uh it's just the first movie. Oh okay. it's like the twenty year anniversary of the first movie. They
0: did uh they did one of those you know how like sometimes at Harkins and stuff they do like classic movie nights? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I hate to say that The Matrix was considered a classic movie, I guess, because I mean, they did it at one of those.
1: I was like, I mean, it did come out in like 1999,
0: I think. The first I think so. Because
1: I was like nine, because I remember yeah, I was like about right. 11 or something when like the second one, because yeah. I've seen them all in theaters, but yeah. I know I was just really young when I saw the first one.
0: Yeah. So I took my son to see the first one when it came to the classic movie thing at Harkins uh, because he had he had seen it, but he had maybe seen it once and he had never seen it in the theater because he was born in 2003. So it was really cool to go see that in the theater because he was like, uh, even before we went, he's like, yeah, he's like, I I remember seeing that movie. I, I liked it. He's like, do you think it'll be, like, better seeing it in the theater? I was like, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it seeing it in the theater. And, like, it got to the scene. You know what I'm I'm talking about? Like, I don't remember what they called There was, like, a name for the scene in the first movie where they had all the guns and go into the building and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, but he was just like, dude. <laughs> he was loving it.
1: Well, yeah, dude. And then, like, I remember that show was, like, mind-bending, like, back I mm-hmm. was like, like cutting edge like shit like back in the day and stuff yeah and uh all the bullet time stuff yeah that's why i'm excited to see it too because megan's actually never seen it
0: really any
1: any of them she's never seen even though we own them on dvd she's never seen them so it's i was like well i was like i'm not gonna tell you anything i don't want you to even look it up i was like all she knows is like keanu reeves in it and she said it's like about Machines or something. I'm like, you're like okay. that's good enough. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, don't yeah, think about it there. anymore. Stop yeah. there. <laughs> let it, let it surprise
0: you. Go in and let it just wash over you. Um, so you're not one of those haters that doesn't like the other movies, are you? So
1: I love the second one. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint about the third one is I was kind of miffed seeing the second one in theaters because it's like they had a trailer for the third one already lined up like at the end. Did they? Of the, yeah, after I don't the, remember seeing that. After the credits of the uh-huh. second one, it, they uh-huh. had like a teaser thing like for the third movie. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, like it's like they already had footage and <laughs> they already shit like, They so had. you like, give it to me. I'm like it's like they already filmed most of it and right. they were like we have enough footage to make two movies. Right. So they did where I felt like they honestly could have like cut the two movies into like one cuz well, like they certainly could cuz the third yeah. one like is like really slow in the first half and then like of course the giant fight with all the smiths at the end but i'm like mm-hmm. dude this could have been like two but i yeah. love the second one with the the Keymaster, whatever and they're yeah. like running through all the doors and the stuff. ghosts
0: were pretty cool and the the yeah. freeway the freeway scene was
1: amazing they, like, like kick him off the top of the truck and he like phases yeah. back through onto the yeah. motorcycle
0: <laughs> like phases into the back seat of the car like <laughs> just sitting back there again yeah. Dude, it was so cool, and like Morpheus fighting on the top of the semi truck and everything, and like falling over the edge using the fucking katana. Like, I I, I love that movie. Um, yeah, no, I like I like all the movies. Um, you know, I I don't really have any any real serious complaints about about any of them. Um, I get the the big complaints that people have about the second and third. They just didn't bother me that much, quite yeah. honestly. But yeah, I mean, I agree. It could two and three could have been one movie. They clearly made it together like one movie. Um, I'm always a little bit, like, like miffed by when you put to be continued in the second of a a three-part, like, movie series. I'm like, well, that's weird. It's not like it's a TV show, you know? So it just felt a little weird when that one came out in the theater.
1: Every time they do that, it's just kind of annoying because it doesn't have a definitive ending. Like, at least with, like, the first one, it, like, had a definitive ending. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're going to do a sequel, but it's over. Like, it's an ending.
0: Yeah, like, I, yeah, exactly. If I go see a, mo- a movie in the theater, I, I much prefer to have a beginning, middle, and end and feel complete, yeah. even if you're leaving, like, a thread for, yeah. like, where this might go. That's fine. But, uh, but yeah, at least, like, like you know, uh, I don't know if this is a good example, but, like, Empire Strikes Back, you know, it, it felt more like it had a conclusion. It just didn't end with the good guys winning. Yeah. And Matrix 2 could have done the same sort of a thing, I think, you know? But... Anyway uh, I don't know let's just remake them I'm, I'm, that's the next thing I decided my next project I'm gonna remake the matrix oh, I don't know anything about filmmaking <laughs>
1: I was like you can remake the video game into the matrix oh my god
0: <laughs> I never played that one I had a friend that played it and I watched like probably 60% of that game back when it came out but all I remember is it being riddled with bugs and everybody crapping on it but yeah. it looked cool
1: like it was one of those things where it's like looking back on it now it's like bad. I guess, but, like, at the time, like, being a kid, like, the second... It came out around, the, I think, the time of the second Matrix Reloaded.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it was... It, wasn't it right before? I think it was right before Reloaded, because yeah. it kind of set up some yeah, of the Reloaded stuff. I, was,
1: I remember renting it from Hollywood Video on GameCube, which mm-hmm. tells you how long ago that shit was, but it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where it was, like, it was like I was, like, so, excited, I'm, like, Matrix, I'm, like, you do slow-mo, and you, like, run on walls yeah. and, like, shoot. So, it's, like, even, like... The story I think in the game like wasn't that great, and it did have a lot of bugs and stuff. It was like one of those like you're like, even though I'm like I want to play as Neo, and you couldn't, and I was like, fuck. And then they came out with Path of Neo, but then that shit was only like a PS two exclusive, and I didn't have a PlayStation. Did you ever check out the
0: MMO that they made, um, Matrix Online? I never did either, but, like, it seemed like the greatest idea. Like, that's the perfect way to play a Matrix video game where you can actually be online with other people, except I'm sure everyone's just basically trying to be the one, which is weird. But uh, I don't know. I never played it. Um, I I don't know enough about it, but it just sounded like a cool concept. It's probably not even online anymore. I I haven't looked. Um, (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm assuming probably months after it launched it wasn't online anymore.
0: I don't know. I think it was going for a while. I think it was. could be wrong. Yeah, I love the Matrix. It's a great property.
1: Well, dude, that's like I know they're making
0: a fourth, fourth one. Fourth one, yeah. And at first, I'm super curious about well, where that's going. So,
1: because like when it was initially announced, I was like, "Are they re, like rebooting the first one?" Yeah. I'm like, right, "Is it a sequel? Is it a prequel? Is it like?" Is it a prequel?
0: Because it's got Keanu Reeves and Carrie Anne Moss are coming back. I yeah. I just heard the other day. Yeah, so I'm so like. It would have to be a prequel, right? Unless they're doing some alternate like. <laughs>
1: so. Maybe that, they
0: rebooted them. Maybe they're like they they made new versions of cuz you know like like Neo was like the millionth one or whatever. Like they kept doing that same cycle. Yeah. Um so maybe they maybe it's like the next generation of Neo and and Trinity. That's kind
1: of what I was almost thinking was like if uh I had like my idea of it was like it's like in the future now and it's like the world's still like shit and it's like in order to like fix it or whatever it's like this dude like goes and like has to find they're like this has happened before or whatever it's like almost kind of Terminator-ish and it's like mm. they find like Neo and he's like all old and shit and they have to go into <laughs> like the Matrix to like fix it and stuff oh and God. it's like he's like all hooked up to
0: machines <laughs> and stuff and like he's all overweight <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he comes in and he looks like Jeff Bridges in like Tron Legacy with the beard and everything and he's like but he walks around like God, you know? He's like, How long has it been? Yeah. That'd be great. Um Oh fuck, I was just gonna say something. Um what was I thinking? Penis. No. Oh. Oh no, I was thinking that right up until this and then and then it was something else. It was something matrix related. Damn. It'll come back to me.
1: You lost it.
0: I know. I hate when
1: that happens. I was like, I'm trying to think like anything else. I mean, I'm going to go see uh, Rob Zombie's new movie comes out this month too. and I mean, we got three from hell, which is a sequel to Devil's Rejects. So me and my friend Jonathan, it's like a three night event. So we're going like the first night and you get like a little poster and stuff.
0: Nice. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say uh, on Matrix. Uh, did you ever see the video on YouTube? About how Agent Smith is the actual chosen one from the Matrix series. I remember hearing that theory, but it's I never so watched. It's so good. Like legitimately, after I watched that video, I was like, "This. I if this is not true, if this is not what they were trying to tell you, I want it to be. I want this to be like the canon, like explanation for for like the way that those movies play out because it makes so much sense. It really does. Like." the the Oracle created Smith, like he even calls her mom in the last movie when he assimilates her and everything like she created him. She I I don't remember all the details. I wish I could, but you got to find the video about like, like, look up. Look up. Agent Smith is the one in the Matrix or whatever, and you'll find it. Um, It's just so great because it's like basically the Oracle played this game the whole time where she created. I think she was I think she was behind creating Neo as well, but she also created Smith. Um, and like the two of them sort of like the two together was like this dichotomy that like one without the other couldn't break the system, but the two of them together doing it in different ways where like Neo was, Neo was fighting the system from the outside while Smith was breaking the system from the inside or something. And, um, it, yeah. And the whole thing about Smith assimilating everyone and getting the Oracle's code was like all part of the plan. Um, which is why it showed the Oracle laying there at the end because like she was like carrying the final like piece of the code or something like that that like I, I don't remember. It was like she killed she carried like the kill switch or whatever that had to be sent to the machine city, something like that I don't I don't remember, but man, it it's like really well thought out and like they explain it super well and I was like, this is fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> like uh, if you think about, the whole oh 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 remember in the second movie when so he's unplugged at the beginning of the second movie mm-hmm. after what happened in the first one where where neo like you know imprinted part of his like code or whatever onto him by by letting him come inside of him and then but can we can we edit that no that's, <laughs> i mean that's what happened that, that- sounded terrible um <laughs> <laughs> when, enter the mattress yeah <laughs> oh my god um, but yeah you know what I mean the first movie yeah you came like, inside him <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> he makes him explode but yeah, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this is a whole different movie now um, The so uh, the second movie uh, Smith is unplugged and he has that line to Neo where he says you know um, after what happened I knew what I was supposed to do I knew where I was supposed to go I was compelled you know and what he's like referring to is how in later on in that movie, the Oracle tells Neo, well, he has to go to this place. He has to go to the source and there's a place where there's a door and you have to get the key and whatever. Well, when Neo goes there, he goes to find the Keymaker, and Smith is already there. He's coming out of the doors on the sides and everything mm-hmm. to stop him. Well, how does Smith know where to go? It's because Smith was following the same path that Neo was because he was really the one who was supposed to, but Neo had to go to, like, kind of, like, open up things along the way for him or something like that. It's, like, Neo was, like, the Herald, but Smith was the one who actually had to, like, go down the path. And, like, so, and, like, the Oracle basically created him knowing what he needed to do. He was, like, a Trojan horse in the system that was, like, following along this path. It's crazy. You gotta check it out. I was,
1: like, this one's... That reminds me a lot of, um... Have you ever uh, played the game Braid? No, no. Oh, man. So, do you know... I know like, what it is. You know I know about it, is. like, the
0: time return, like time um, reversing mechanic and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, like, one of my favorite games. And it's, like, you know, you go throughout... Before each level, there's, like, books that you kind of read and it pertains to, like, the chapter or whatever and kind of, like, the general themes of, like, what's going on and stuff. But it's, like and it's like has like a lot of themes of like regret and like whatever it is he's like telling the story but it's like you get to the end of the game and um the chick or whatever that you're trying to save is like on top and you're on the bottom and there's like uh you're like trying to like someone's like coming after her or like whatever and it's like you're like opening things, like, for her and stuff like that to help her try and, like, get through. So it's, like, you have to, like, match up and then, like, rewind time. But then you get to the end and it's, like, um, someone gets her or, like, whatever. And it's, like, time stops. And then you have to rewind time. And when you rewind time, you see that you weren't helping her. You were trying to stop her. And you were the bad guy all along. She was running from you. And like oh, you were the bad guy throughout the entire game and you didn't realize oh, it shit. and so when you play t- things backwards you like see it for like what it was and oh, you're like oh God. and the person chasing her was genuinely trying to save her <laughs> from you oh, and you're like oh shit and then man. like um and then like at the end uh, like i've read so I, I saw i never did it but there was like if you got like everything in the game and like the, this special thing it's like this like uh giant like ex- like white like explosion like happens mm-hmm. or whatever and like supposedly it's like I, the whole game's kind of almost like a giant like Lovely about like the it's like about the atomic bomb.
0: I had heard something about that once, and I was like, "What are they even talking about?" Because I heard I heard that like theory or that yeah. explanation or whatever. Which and I was
1: like, "That's weird." Just seeing but... like
0: just seeing like the game on the surface, like in passing, I was like, "What? I don't even understand how it could." What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and Oswald has joined us in the closet, and he's Hey, Oswald, fat as fuck. <laughs> I was like, have you played any cool games lately?
0: I don't get to play as many games as I would like, as I'm sure you can relate to with working on a game. (laughs) It's like, isn't that like the game developer's curse? Like, I love games so much. I want to play them all the time. I should make them. And then you start making games, and you're like, I have no time to play anything. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I... I still play Final Fantasy XI a little bit, um, the online one, the MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like really hardcore into it years ago, back when it was like new and, and it was more popular and stuff before 14 came out and stuff. Um, and uh, you know, PJ played with me and everything. We we played that for a long time. And um, you know, I haven't played on the retail servers in in quite some time. But a couple of my friends um, in like Washington, um, they got onto a private server. And um, so there's there's a number of private servers out there just like fans basically have like created their own Final Fantasy XI server where they downloaded like data packets from the retail version and like basically recreated everything. Kind of like, you know, like I'm recreating Final <laughs> Fantasy I. Like people, There's people that are like, in a sense, like recreating Final Fantasy XI because they've just like, you know, done all this like packet sniffing stuff to like get all the data that was used for sending and receiving to the, the actual, <clears throat> you know, uh, Square Enix servers or whatever, play online servers. And people just created their own servers that have all the backend code and you can play the whole game or as much of it as they've been able to recreate. Um, you know, you can play it like for free. The private servers are free and stuff. They're just like, let you know, fewer people on each server. Um, but uh, I started playing that again a while ago on this private server and that was a lot of fun. Um, so I still like dabble Uh, in that. I'm in a Link shell, which is like a guild in that game, Um, and we have events like a few times a week. And I was playing like daily for a while, but now I've got to the point where I I pretty much have all the stuff that I had in the retail version of the game. And I'm like, yeah, I should do some other stuff, but like I've sort of accomplished all the things that I wanted to back then. So I just pretty much log on like a couple times a week for these events right now. Um, But that's like the most consistent game time I get lately. I've picked up a couple games here and there. Um, where whenever like I finish like a big milestone in in my project, I'll be like, "All right, I'm gonna take like the weekend off and play a game." And so I played through like uh, like I'm late to the party on a lot of games. I, I get things like when they go on sale on Steam after they've been out forever. So I just yeah. finally like somewhat recently played through Limbo and Inside. Yeah, um, those are good. I like those. Yeah, um, I love Limbo. I still haven't played Inside yet. Oh, really? Um,
1: it's actually I know this okay. month for uh, the Epic Store and stuff. It's one of the uh, that and Celeste mm-hmm. were one of the freebies and stuff. So it's like nice. I have it. I just haven't
0: played it. That's a good one. That's a good. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I'm yeah. like. And I loved Limbo yeah like, if you, lim- so yeah, you love Limbo I mean like the mechanics of Inside are very similar um and they just like it gets a little bit deeper with some of the the you know puzzles and challenges and stuff it, it's pretty cool it's it's a, like a perfect evolution um and uh it's got a it's got a pretty crazy ending so yeah. <laughs> so yeah I think you'd enjoy it I about that um I uh, I finally got around to downloading um what's it called Final Fantasy something um uh, the world one, what is it? Uh, world of Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, duh. The one with the world in the name. Um, yeah, World of Final Fantasy. Um, that was on sale a little while back on Steam, so I got that, and that was actually it's it's been surprisingly fun. Um, I mean. I love Final Fantasy games anyway, but that was one that flew under my radar for a while, and I never heard anybody talking about it. And I was like, "Oh, it must not have been good." Uh, but I finally uh, checked it out because I saw like some little clips of it. At, again, as I'm like researching for my Final Fantasy One remake, I'm like looking up like uh, summon spells and stuff from the older games, and like trying to find like graphics because I was creating the the Evoker summoner job class in FF One, and uh, so I was like. I had to recreate like all of these summons in like Nintendo looking graphics. So I'm like looking for like version, different versions Reference. of each of the monsters. And uh, I can't. I stumbled upon like some videos of like summon spells and in, and uh, in, uh, uh, World of Final Fantasy. I'm like, this game actually looks really cool. So uh, I've been playing that a little bit. Um, I haven't touched it in about a week, but uh, but it's really fun. It's if you like Pokemon, it's surprisingly similar to Pokemon in in like a very like core way which is you are basically just capturing uh these monsters like final fantasy monsters from the series and a bunch of like new things that they've created you're just capturing them and you capture them in these little balls that they call um what do they call them it's like some <laughs> no it's uh it's like a something sphere or whatever um or tesseract or whatever it's but, tesseract. It's like, but it's like it's this this thing that's supposed to be like a, a a tiny little world, like a like a miniaturized world, this to scale or whatever, and that's where they live. And then like you can open it up and let them out. But like you capture them in battle, just like in uh, Pokemon, and you call them out. Uh, well, you don't really call them out in battle. What you do is you like um, you go into battle with. It's kind of a weird concept. <laughs> I still think it's silly, but uh, but it works. Um, you've got your two main characters that are basically like humans, and then each of them can stack up to three monsters on top of their head, and when you stack them your stack gets a shared like HP MP pool and like all the abilities that each of the monsters have you can use with your stack, but then you have the option to unstack if you want to do things separately. And there's like, sometimes you might want to, it's there's some weird strategy to it. Some
1: benefit to it. Yeah.
0: But, uh, but it's a fun game. The story has actually been pretty captivating so far. It's got some pretty interesting like villains that they're starting to introduce. So I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, but uh, yeah, like production quality is really good. The battles are fun. So yeah, it's a good one.
1: Dude, that's cool. I was like, I, I've still just been playing uh, Fire Emblem Awakening on the Switch and then jumping back and forth between that and Mario Maker.
0: Yeah, yeah. I heard, heard about you making some levels of Mario Maker. I saw one of your things actually um, on, I don't remember if it was on Facebook or, or what. Somewhere you had, like... Because um, you've made, like, two or three levels, right? There's yeah, It's like a yeah. series. Yes, no yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that.
1: Matt fucking hates him. Mm-hmm. He's a dick. Well, Matt, well Matt's a hater. Yeah, yeah. So is.
0: I don't know what, you'd ex- what, what, what else you'd expect. <laughs> um,
1: but, uh, like, I know, like, the remake of, like, Link's Awakening comes out this month on mm. the Switch, and I really want... Do you have a Switch?
0: No. No, I don't. There hasn't been enough games on there.
1: So... I was like, they brought all the Final Fantasies to it now, so it can did be they, your portable it? Final Fantasy machine. I did not know that actually. Yeah, it has seven and nine and. Oh. Ten oh no! Yeah, I knew
0: about I knew about the recent ones, the more recent ones. No, for whatever reason, eight is conspicuously missing. Um, it's coming. Is it coming? Yeah. But do they have like the really old ones though? Um. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I heard I heard about those ones. If they had like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I was gonna say if they had uh, Final Fantasy One on there, maybe I'd want to pick it up so I could have like you know a portable version of, of testing the game. But like it's always a different version anyway. That's the thing. Like uh, it's been tough like trying to research some of the things about how the game works. Like there's times when I want to like check how does some graphic in the game look. Like there's like an animation that happens when you cast a spell. Well, how many how many frames of animation does it have? You know if I go look up videos on YouTube, I'm looking at an emulated version of the game and it's not always exactly the same because I'll I'll check it on my NES and I'm like, oh, no, that doesn't look the same. So now I have to, like, record it with my cell phone watching the screen, you know, uh, where I'm playing on my Nintendo just so I can, like, slow it down and, like, pause and try to recreate it myself because, yeah, like, every version of the game is is different. Um, But, yeah, no, I didn't know... know, uh, I hadn't heard if they made if they put like all of them on there. I knew about seven and nine at least.
1: Yeah, most of them are on there. I know eight's supposed to be coming, I don't know if it's later this year or early next year, but
0: Nice. I've been waiting to replay seven, honestly, until the remake because I so I've played through the game exactly 6 times. Uh, I, I don't always remember how many times I played through each Final Fantasy, but that one I remember specifically, I've played through it 6 times. You're waiting for the 7th. And I'm waiting because be the 7th time I want it to be on the remake cuz I'd heard that they were like I was thinking about playing through it again a while back and then I heard about the remake and I was like, "No, I'm going to wait for the remake." And now it's been like years. <laughs> But it's coming now. It sounds like it's gonna be pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward Even to it. Even
1: though that. it's gonna be like a completely different experience from I'm
0: I'm all about that though. That's well, fine. Like I played the game six times. I don't need to play the same yeah. game again. Like I want I wanna see it new like next gen graphics with an act more active battle system. I've heard like the way that it it played at E three is just like Awesome. It sounds great. I can't wait.
1: Well, and that's like my my favorite final fantasy game I have played is uh Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII really? on the PSP. Just cuz I like I do like that style of like the running around and then I think it's cool that like it does like the bingo kind of like slot machine thing and then mm-hmm. when you get it, it does the summon and stuff and
0: and that was the one where you're playing as Zack
1: yeah, right. yeah, you were playing a Zach, yeah. and then you had like the other guy that he worked with. Yeah, know, his like hair. leader and stuff. Yeah. and then he like kind of goes. I never played
0: it's... that one because I didn't have a PSP. Um, but I watched through like the the videos of the like a full playthrough of the game on YouTube. Man, that game is long. It is very long. That game, like I was like, I was like, when is this gonna end? it was okay like honestly like there were some little story bits in there that i was like oh this is really cool like some cool backstory but man they really milked it they really dragged that thing
1: out yeah
0: and it goes into some weird ass places yeah
1: but clouds in it yeah so you can get your cloud fix
0: get your cloud fix (laughs) i never thought cloud was like the most interesting of of characters but uh I don't know. Again, I think it's partly just the way that the story was delivered in the original, because you had to read everything, and if you're not picking up on, on, you know, some of the emotion behind the dialogue, maybe, or you miss key things here and there. Because that game, when it came out, I was like 15, maybe, something like that. I don't remember. Um, But I was a teenager, and like, again, it was my first RPG, too. so. Like, some of the depth of what was going on in the story, I wasn't used to in a video game. So, I am I know that a lot of it went over my head, because i played it many times since, and every time I played it after that, I'm like, oh my god, I oh, so this, oh my god, I didn't get that before. Because <laughs> that game's got some stuff that happens in it that it's, like, subtle with how they explain it, and if you aren't really paying attention, or you're not thinking too deep into it, like, they're not, like... It's not, like, in your face, like, hey, guys, here, let's spoon feed you the story. You know, you have to kind of, like, read between the lines a little bit because it's, it's weird. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing it with voice acting and, like, you know, just a, a much more uh, updated way of delivering the story. I think I think it's going to be a really cool experience, so totally on board.
1: Is there any other games you're looking forward to?
0: Why? Why do you look at me? Why do you look at me like a creeper when you say that? Uh, is, is <laughs> That's just the way you look at me. Well, I, I <laughs> well, what's guy. funny? What's funny is people don't know that we're sitting in the closet and we have this like divider between us. So for you to talk directly to me, you have to like <laughs> lean <laughs> forward <laughs> and like peer around the wall like like Jack Nicholson in The Shining or something. <laughs> Super creepy. Yeah. Um, any other games I'm looking forward to? Um... What's coming out? I'm am trying to think of even what's what's coming. I'm so su- I'm such like a bad gamer because I don't I don't buy games regularly or like really follow them or get like that that excited about stuff like sometimes I'm, I'm like I listen to podcasts about games so I'm hearing about things that are coming yeah. I'm like oh that sounds cool but then I kind of forget what it was or when it comes out it goes
1: off into the back of your mind right somewhere. and
0: then it comes out and like I hear people talking about it I'm like oh yeah that game sounded cool I should probably check that out um but I don't know if I have anything really on my radar right now to be honest don't know, hit me with something. What's coming? <laughs> well,
1: I know next week Gears 5 is coming out. Yeah, I never um, played those. See, so I'm getting that.
0: I'm such not a mainstream gamer.
1: <laughs> well, like I mean that's one of the few like main like series like I don't really I don't play Call of Duty, I don't play Halo, I don't like yeah. do like any, but it's like one of the few like run and gun kind of games that I'm like yeah, sign me the fuck up for that. Like, I've heard great things about it. Yeah, I was like, because me and Megan used to play... I used to play Horde Mode with like my friends all the time on it and do like yeah. whatever,
0: so I'm just excited for it. Um, I could probably just make you vomit with my list of old games that everybody's played that I haven't, that I've already bought and downloaded on Steam that I haven't played yet.
1: Because uh, oh, that's,
0: that's like the way that I play now, is like, I'm not like, trying to get all the new games. I'm like... I'm trying to catch up on all the games that everybody's always been telling me I need to play that, like, years later, I find, like, a week or two <laughs> and I try to play it, you know? Like, I download... Like, I got Alan Wake because I've never played Alan Wake oh, and I've geez. always heard, I've, I've heard it's amazing <laughs> yeah. and I want to play that one and...
1: Well, especially since yeah. they that that company's new game, just Control. Yeah. Yeah, their new one just came out. I've heard really good and things. about And I was just hearing that. a
0: review on that, and I was hearing that it has nods to their older games, and I was like, well, fuck, I should play the older <laughs> games.
1: You're like, you're like, oh, man, I should
0: buy Alan Wake. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it. I got it on Steam and downloaded it before, because they took it off of there, I think. I think they took it off of Steam a while back because of copyright issues with the music in the game, hmm. or licensing issues or whatever. Um, yeah, because they had licensed songs in Alan um, Wake, and like their... their um, you know permission to use those expired because you can only you have to like apply or whatever yeah pay, pay for the ability to use use those things so yeah, yeah they i guess they took it down um but i got it before they did so
1: it's like what happened with uh scott pilgrim versus the world on mm-hmm. like the xbox 360 and stuff like when the movie came out and stuff like oh. it had the game Oh yeah. but then it's like you know and it was successful and stuff but then but. They lost the license to uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, shit. You know, so then they had to remove the game from the and It's like you literally can't Jeez. buy the game anymore. That's it was only stupid. on Xbox. Like, oh, that's obnoxious. so. But it's like I have it on my 360. It's like on there forever, but yeah. it's like you can't ever get it. Oh,
0: that's so dumb. Why don't they just change his name, call him, like, Schmash Milgram or something? Yeah, you're like
1: jo- Joseph Paul
0: and <laughs> Versus the, the continent of <laughs> North America.
1: But, um, because, yeah, I got Alan Wake back in, like, 2009, hmm. so before I think it ever got pulled or anything.
0: Nice. Oh, you know what I've been waiting to play um, is uh, Life is Strange 2. Because I loved Life is Strange, and I played like the extra little like uh, little games they have made since then. There's the prequel and
1: the one with the where it's the kid who thinks he's like a superhero. Yeah, Captain Spirit. Yeah, that was really go. cool.
0: <laughs> I really like that one. It's short, but it was it was a neat it was a neat little little uh, story. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been waiting. The second one has been out for a little while in in parts because it's one of those ones they release That's in asodic, chapters, yeah, yeah, and episodes. And I know that episode four is out now. And I gotta look to find out how many that they had planned because I feel like they were supposed to be doing five episodes. I was gonna say I think
1: most of them are usually like five or six. Yeah, I
0: think the first game was five episodes. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, So I've been waiting for all the episodes to come out because, like, so when I played Life is Strange the first one, it was well after it was done, and I just I again I don't pay attention, and so it flew totally under my radar, and then. Something about it caught my attention on Steam one day and, like, the first chapter was free. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me check this out. And I loved it. So I got the whole thing and played it. But it was all out. So I was able yeah. to just plow through it in, like, a week. And uh, so Life is Strange 2 started coming out. I was like, dude, I'm not going to play one chapter and, like, be waiting and want to play the next one. So I'm just... So I'm doing the opposite and just waiting for the whole damn thing to come out. But, yeah, I really want to play that. Was, first one was great.
1: Dude, have you ever played uh, Pony Island? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's on Steam. Dude, if it's on sale, I'd pick it. It's one of those where it's like, you know, I can tell by the name Pony Island, you're like, what the fuck is this? And it's like one of those where...
0: There better be ponies. Well,
1: there is ponies, (laughs) and there is an island, but it's like one of those where it's like... But it's like
0: Dr. Moreau's Island, and they're just like slaughtering ponies. It's (laughs)
1: like what it presents itself as... Mm. It isn't at all what it is.
0: Is this like a, like a Doki Doki Literature Club yes. experience? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but, but not
1: in the sense of like like I mean Doki Doki it was still what it was it just kind of took like uh-huh. a real major turn uh-huh. <laughs> towards the end where this is like this is like what you think it is and then it like it's like this is what's happening and then it's like yeah. this is the game and you're like oh <laughs> 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 and it just like keeps like getting weirder and weirder oh, and you're oh, like boy. what is happening because it's like the whole <laughs> kind of premise is like you basically get like it's almost like the game itself is a computer desktop and it has okay. the pony.exe game on it and it's like someone's like hey play this game mm, and then okay. it's like you're playing it and then it's kind of like you find out that it's basically the devil is telling you to play this game oh and then he you can't stop and then like he's like oh I made an update to the game and like it like fucks shit like up <laughs> and like it makes it like unbeatable oh so then God. it's like you go in and like Undo code and, like, fuck up shit to, like... Okay. Just make it beatable, and then that, like, pisses him off. So then he's <laughs> like, well, then, I'm gonna update and fuck you, and then, like, sends you, like, emails and stuff, and, oh like... My fuck- God. And then someone else is, like, That's Skyping nuts. you to, like, tell you that he's, like, fucking shit up, and then, like, if you're playing on Steam it uses, like, the Steam chat thing, like, against you, and he's, like, chatting with you. He's like, I told you not to fuck with this, like, blah, 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 and it's all, like, corruption. I'm like, what the fuck? Like,
0: it's so good. That's a trip. It (laughs) reminds me of the end of Undertale, if you play it, like, the balanced way the first time through, which is what I did. Where I did a little bit of like killing things, a little bit of saving things, and you get that that ending with with Flowey the flower. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> and then you play it again, and everyone remembers what you did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And treats you like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kill people. That
0: was that my first time through Undertale. That that was like the best experience because that ending blew my mind. I loved it. Like after that, then I tried to do the whole like pacifist thing, and then the the whatever the, the... other one is where you kill everything. Um, and it just never. I, those endings just didn't have the same effect to me. That that first one just blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, have you played Delta Deltarune? No. Oh man. I was like that's is the Is it similar? It's well it's made by the same person. Yeah, Toby Fox. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's like the same and that's like kinda like it's also gonna be kinda episodic, I believe. Mm. And so it's like the first episode's free. Oh, okay. And, it's not it's
0: not completed yet?
1: Uh no, it, I mean oh, okay. it's out I think I know he's working on the next mm. one, but it's like one of those things where
0: I've seen it's already
1: got music on, like, Spotify. Oh, yeah. It's good no, music. The, mu- the music in all the is Yeah, like, Undertale's great, like, too. Love un- soundtrack. Like, yeah, Undertale and, um, like, Electronic Superjoy are, like, the two soundtracks mm-hmm. I, like, listen to all the fucking time. Nice. But, no, it's good. But it's, like, one of those two where it's, like, you can tell it's in the same kind of universe as Undertale, but you're, like, is it a prequel is it a sequel Hmm. is it like an alternate universe within Hmm. this world and like it never really says but there's like certain characters from undertale in it so Hmm. you're kind of like okay interesting like so yeah so i'll be kind of interested to see where that goes
0: yeah that's cool yeah i love that music um, yeah, that's that's one soundtrack I listen to a lot. I, I use Spotify um, regularly, like, at work and everything. I'm, I'm just listening to music while I work. Since I'm writing code, it's easy to easy to have something on in the background. That's a good one. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Love that soundtrack. Did you play that game?
1: Um, I watched Megan play it. I think she got, like, about... I love that game. Like it, I want to say she got, like, at least, like, 60 or 70% of the way through it, but then just... I don't remember what happened, but then she quit playing. You know? That was one of
0: my top three favorite games of all time that one final fantasy 11 just because i've spent so many years of my life playing <laughs> As like i played that game with like my best friends for like years so it's kind of like a personal experience more than more than just the game um and then the other ones uh shadow of the colossus love that game yeah horizon soundtrack is phenomenal the game is phenomenal
1: i don't know why i'm whispering yeah i don't know why either i'm like I'm like, no one can hear you, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Speak up. Um, I also saw. Did you? I saw. Did you play the Negative Space demo? I saw mm-hmm. you sent me a picture.
0: I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. How'd I, that go? Yeah, I pushed. I sent you that picture, and then I I pushed uh, the button to move my character, and I shut uh, 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 it off just so I could tell you. I played. Okay. It. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean that's why I. <laughs> I, I like yeah. I played the first no, level. No, I played, no, I I played I through remember? the first like chapter. I got through all of zero. So wow. Yeah. How many times did you die? I think that's about as far as I got at um, Comic-Con when yeah. I played it there too. Yeah, I mean, it How like... many times did I die? Yeah. Uh, I think like 150. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I oh, I took notes by the way. I'm going to have to send you like my my initial thoughts and one of my notes was fuck you. No, well, <laughs> I om- I wanted to put that, but I was like that's too cliché, but like let me let me say fuck you in like a more alliterative sense. Um no, I uh, I was going to say that, quite honestly, like the first several levels of that game are like fine. And then it like jumps in difficulty, like astronomically, because I played through it. It's like the first five or six levels. I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I died once in a while. I'm figuring out what's happening. Okay, I see what's going on here. This is getting a little bit tougher. And then like the next level. You have like you have to go through here, and then you're up here, and yeah, then over yeah, here. Seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. It had to be level seven where you yeah. have to like go all over the place. I died like sixty times. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know about your uh, difficulty scaling system here. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, I've
1: changed that level. All I mean, I've changed all the levels probably like at least
0: five times.
1: I think Make half of
0: if that level was cut in half, it would have been enough for that level. <laughs> it's like the fact that it makes you go through it, like it's so long to get through it. There's yeah. so many points of failure. I'm like, this is rough. <laughs> it's so
1: brutal. I was like, man, you didn't even get to lock. There's locks and keys.
0: I just started that because that's in the next section, right? Yeah. yeah, I just I just started like the first level of that, and I was like, I finally like made my way to that key, and then just kept dying. I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's like two in the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause yeah, that's like for like level like I try to do like usually like the first like three levels as like pretty easy. Like you're kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like introducing like the new mechanic and stuff, and then mm-hmm. usually like four and five is like. The intermediate kind of, and then like six and seven are like the harder, like hardest. And then eight is usually like eight because there's two secret levels. There's like if you mm-hmm. get all the diamonds, it unlocks the eighth level of that world. And then I there's you had to get the diamonds. Um, you don't not to beat the level. You don't. Oh, um, it's like a did. it's like a little pick up. But if you do pick them all hmm. up, then you unlock.
0: Because I didn't think I unlocked the the eighth level in that first, like, world or whatever. But I thought I got all the diamonds.
1: Because the eighth level would have been, you have to, like, it's almost like golf, where you have to, like, mm. jump, and there's, like, a hole in the ground that's, like, twice the size of you and you have to fall through the middle of the floor and come out on the top. And oh, like...
0: yeah, I played one like that. That was that was the eighth one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, so that one just, wasn't yeah. even as hard as the seventh one. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like,
1: the... It was the, it was Yeah, because, like, the eighth one is usually just, like...
0: It's got spikes all over both sides, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Up in the middle, and you start on the left. Yeah, you start yeah, on the left. Yeah, yeah and one. then you kind of go. You get those over. three, like three those pillars. Three blocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, I thought that one was actually pretty, pretty clever. Um, but yeah, I, that's weird. Because um, when I went back to select a level after I finished that whole first world, I went back to select a level and I saw how I can move around and select all the ones I had completed. But I don't think it was letting me go to number eight, hmm. which is weird. I found a (laughs) bug. I'll have to look at it. I was like, you should be able to. (laughs) But, um,
1: but yeah. And then like the ninth one, usually it depends on like, cause it's always in like a different, like eight is always after seven, but nine is like always connected to like a random level. Hmm. And so depending on where it's at in the world kind of determines the difficulty. Hmm. Like in the first in chapter zero, it's connected to level two. So, i've only introduced you know like jumping and like the switching or whatever for that mechanic so it's all you do Uh whereas in like one level it's like you know it's like connected to like level six so it's like that chapter nine levels a lot harder because it's connected to like a harder level and like there's been more shit since then that's been introduced and Mm. stuff interesting but that's cool. I know you're not like a hardcore platformer and stuff. So right, I right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not the kind of game I would
0: normally play. Like I've never played like Super Meat Boy. I actually bought Super Meat Boy when I was on sale because I'm like I gotta play this game. Everyone's played it. But uh, yeah, like games that like frustrate me. You know, the games that are like meant to be like that type of frustrating. I just like usually lose my patience with pretty quick. <laughs> I will say though that with Negative Space, like it it doesn't feel threatening. In a sense, like, it's challenging. Like, it's super fucking hard. But, like, Super Meat Boy, you got, like, spinning blades, and it's just, like, it just, like, seems angry, you know? Yeah. But uh, but with your game, I felt like it was it's a pretty chill experience. So, like, I see what I need to do. I'm just not pulling it off yet, but I'm just going to try again because I don't feel like I'm, like... You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm being attacked. Yeah, or like instantly defeated. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it is pretty easy to just keep trying and keep going. That one more, one more, one more. You know. So so yeah, good job with that. Well, thank you. It is it is enjoyable to play. It's just really
1: hard. (laughs) You're like I just fucking hate you. (laughs) Shitty level seven that makes me wrap around every. Yeah, there's been ones where PJ's like, man, if you just had one checkpoint right here. Right.
0: <laughs> checkpoints would be amazing.
1: I've gone back and forth amazing. with PJ on checkpoints so many fucking times. I'm like, I'm like I know, but the points, like, mm. it's just like the, the one. The point is because you, you
0: want to get to the point where level. like you can prove that you can do it all in one yeah. shot. And when you can, then you feel amazing. Like, I get that. I do get that. And like, there's like, like level seven was one of those ones where like, I had to play it so many damn times to beat yeah. it that by the last couple of times I was playing it, the first half of it wasn't that hard anymore. Like, I was able to get through it, with, usually without messing up. Um, and so, like, that last time when I finally beat it, it didn't even take that long. So it's like, well, yeah, if there was a checkpoint there, that takes some of the difficulty out, you know. Yeah. But it is painful to <laughs> have to go through all that. That's why I don't think that, I wouldn't necessarily say you have to put checkpoints in, but... I would just say that like that jump from level 6 to level 7 being such a long level I think is is where it really hurts. If level 7 was half as long, if you have to do you, you're teaching them to do the same things that mm-hmm. level 7 taught you to do but in half the length, I think that would have felt better, you know but yeah. i'm not i'm not here to crap on your game <laughs> <laughs> you're like jk and you just lay into me for another twenty minutes. <laughs> but like i know um no offense but yeah you know, <laughs> um
1: what was I gonna say but uh like i know there was dude there was one level it's funny because i completely changed it and watching pj space when he played the initial version of it because like one of the whole points was it was like i i'd say maybe about as long like because level seven's like as long a level as you're ever gonna play like okay. that's the max wow like okay. as like in terms of length like it's all over the screen mm-hmm. and like there's only one level that like the camera actually moves with how long it is mm-hmm. but there's not like a lot to do it's not as like intense of like wrapping all over the place and stuff mm-hmm. but um pj played one that was about as long as seven but the whole point was you go through it and then it's like you get this key at the very end and then you have to literally play the entire level backwards again and he was like, "Dude, fuck, like, and then you die, and then it's like, you have to go through it again." He's that like, is evil. "He's like, fuck this!" Like, that he was so mad. And I like literally completely changed the level. Oh, and then man. he was like, "He's like, yeah, I like this a lot better." But he was so mad that initial level, like I don't blame like, him. He was like, what, he's like, no, like, he was just yeah, no, like, no, he's like, no, I,
0: I proved that I could do it. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> he got
1: and he got like all the way to the end because there's this like tall thing that you had to go." Like, and he had to, like, jump up and then, like, jump over two spikes and then, like, fall down. And he, like, jumped up and then, like, hit the wall spikes and died. And he was, like, no. And, he, like, threw the controller down. <laughs> and he just, didn't know PJ. And he was just, like, no. He's, like, I'm done. <laughs> and
0: PJ doesn't get angry at games. Like, like he's, like, super he's like super laid back. That's, it takes a lot to piss him off. <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope that you're putting levels in there that are just for PJ, that aren't even going to be in the game, just like just to fuck with just PJ. Just PJ's levels, That'd yeah. That'd be great, because yeah. you know he's going to play it. I got an Easter egg in Final Fantasy Renaissance that was just for PJ, because I knew that he was playing it, and I knew he was playing it a specific way, so there's something that only he would see. Dude, I was like, are you? does he know about it Yeah, yet? yeah, he found it. What yeah. is it? Um, so, I'm not going to say exactly what, mm-hmm. but... Um, because I was thinking I'll, I'll probably just leave it in the in the actual game, but I, I like it being an Easter egg that no one's really going to find easily at all. Um, so um, if you know PJ and you know anything about his, his kids, you can figure it out. Because what I did was I knew that every time he played the game and he used the warrior job class or fighter job class, uh, he named it after his oldest son. And so I have an Easter egg in there where if you use a fighter that has that name, uh, it changes the graphics to look like his son. <laughs> Yeah. It, is that in awesome. the current build? Yeah. i totally going to I'm you have to try it. it on a new game then yeah. and see. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And it, it seriously looks like his son. Because <laughs> the fighter already kind of looked like him anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he loved it. Like, it was great because the first time that he played it, um, after I did that, he's like, Oh my God. He's like, So, um, I don't know if something's wrong, but like, my, my fighter's black. I was like, Yeah. I'm like, That's interesting. <laughs> and he's just like, um, did you do that on purpose? I was like, maybe. And I was like, did you try creating other fighters? And he's like, um, no. I'm like, why don't you make a party of them? <laughs> so he makes a party because then they all have different names. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so it's pretty awesome. cool. And, uh, yeah, I have I have an idea for something I want to do for his other son. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty cool so that stuff like that's really fun because uh pj's been pretty like like religious about about playing my builds and giving me feedback and everything uh because he knows if there's anybody that knows final fantasy one better than i do it's pj like that guy is uh, a wealth of knowledge like he just has a memory for this stuff that i don't like like i know the game super well but like he remembers like all kinds of stuff he can tell me like hey i went into a battle and my 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 fighter attacked at this monster and did this much damage and it shouldn't be able to do that much damage at that level to that monster. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, what, are you serious? Like, how do you know? And he's uh-huh. like, no, because at this level you should like, your max stat should be like this. And i like, he just knows all this stuff. And like, or like you get into a fight with, you know, three, three gray imps and like four or no, that's a bad example. Let's say like, like four gray imps and six, um, regular imps. He's like, oh, no, dude, like that. You couldn't do that in the original game because there's a max of nine monsters on the screen, and you don't ever have a formation of monsters at this part of the world that has that many gray imps. And I'm like, oh my God, how do you know that?
1: So <laughs> well, like, I gotta go fix that. It, it
0: probably has to do with the fact that he
1: was like 24 when Final Fantasy came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <what> I mean. <laughs> dude, we josh on him all the time about Why? how old he is. Why? Because like, cause He's he like that old. Well, no, it's not that he looks old, but like. um what was it, like, me and Matt were, one time when we were working on Super Fun stuff, like, Matt was, me and Matt were talking about, I think it was, like, Mario Kart, like, Double Dash, or, like, some, like, or Mario Kart 64, like, one of those, and, like, PJ was talking about, he's, like, how in college like he's like yeah he's like in college for like mario kart 64 he's like yeah we'd go over to like this dude's dorm and like do mario i was like yeah dude i was like that's crazy you'd go over to your friend's dorm he's like yeah i was like yeah i was like i go to my friend's house i was like because i was like nine and he's like dude fuck off yeah. <laughs> like, so i always give him shit about how old he how much older he is than like me and Matt. he's only a year older than me <laughs> you like feel better you're like
0: You see see these white hairs right here? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, man. So where, where can our listeners follow your progress
0: and stuff? Well, I have a Facebook, a Twitter, and a Discord server all set up. Um, uh, The Facebook and the Twitter for Renaissance games. The Discord's just for Final Fantasy Renaissance specifically. It's a place where people can can chat about the game and ask me questions and report bugs and get the latest build and stuff like that. Um, But the easiest place to go, you can get to all of those things, you can get to links to everything from, is my website, which is um, rengames.us. Um, so instead of having to spell out all of renaissance, (laughs) that's a fun word to spell sometimes, um, just keep it simple. RenGames.us is the website and you can get to like my social media links and stuff from there.
1: Yeah. And on the discord, I know he has, uh, you can like go on the Google drive and play the build and stuff. Mm. And I reckon there's like quite there. I was surprised how quickly you got, like, I mean, there's Mm. like at least 25 people, like, on your Discord, like, already, yeah. which uh, it was, like, every time I went on there, I saw, like, a bunch of, like, welcome, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, holy
0: shit, like... The first day, there was, like, a bunch, yeah, because I yeah. just, I basically sent, like, a mass invite to, like, all the people that I game with on Discord already, like, yeah. that, I, that I know through Discord. So I just sent an invite to everyone there, and, like, most of them joined it. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few stragglers that I have to. You're
1: like the others. We're not friends anymore. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been great. Like I said, it's it's been pretty active. Um, There's at least a few people that are that are regularly like you know chatting with me, and one or two that are actually playing it. Like like each build, they're like, oh cool, I'm gonna check it out, and then they report back with like, okay, I I finished I finished playing through the whole demo with all these other job classes. Here's my full report. I'm like, oh, this is amazing, you know. So yeah, really good stuff. Got some bug fixes in the works right now. I'm hoping to get another build for that within this week. I guess probably.
1: Fun stuff. I know. I definitely want to mm. get a crack at it now and then find yeah. that find that PJ Easter egg.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out. I
1: think you'll like it. Is Is there anything else you wanna wanna
0: end with before? <sighs> I can't think of anything. You You're staring at me again. Yeah. Is there something oh. I should want to end? No. With? I mean, I'm just looking at those <laughs> nice little
1: gray wispy hairs that <laughs> yeah. you uh, brought
0: to everyone's attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're white, and they're not even gray. <laughs> I got white hairs in my beard. That's how old I am, The ripe old age of thirty-seven. <laughs> Raising teenagers will do that. Seriously, seriously, yeah. There's a that's a whole nother that's a whole nother type of game. <laughs> we can do a whole podcast on that.
1: Exactly. I'm like, but I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, we got another guest for uh, next week, and. By then, I'll have seen The Matrix, and that should be good. Thanks for listening, and that's a fucking wrap. That's a wrap.